0: Just letting you know up front that tonight is slightly different. Um, I've heard people call something like this a sermonic class or a classy sermon. And uh, however you choose to uh, phrase it, uh, we are going to be looking at God's Word and applying it incredibly practically uh, tonight. Now, I will mention right off the bat that it is the ultimate source of irony when during a sermon, on how to use IT at the very beginning of service, everything just messes up. And I know there's going to be several people coming and asking, what happened? And I will tell you exactly what happened. Something broke, and we don't know what it is. And it's turned off now, whatever was doing whatever it was, and you can still hear, so everything's working again that you need to know about. Tonight, like I said, we'll be a little bit different. I want us to turn, if you would please, to 1 Corinthians 12. You know, 1 Corinthians 12 is known as one of those places in the Bible that begins in one chapter and carries through a common thread for a little while. At least 12, 13, and 14 of First Corinthians are all about one thing that's brought up at the beginning of First Corinthians. So you have 84 verses... You have 84 verses on this one subject beginning in chapter 12. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to mute idols, however you were led. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking in the Spirit of God ever says Jesus is accursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. There are varieties of activities, but the same God who works, the, uh, uh, who works or empowers them all in everyone. He's given a manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. What's going on in Corinth, as you'll find out as we read a little bit more, there is a huge problem. Uh, what God has blessed these Christians with is being abused by these brethren. then uh, that would not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less imp- uh, a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as He chose. If all were a single member, um, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. Notice the picture that uh, Paul is is giving. It's, it's, It's simple. The body has a lot of different parts, but they all function together as one body. Now, I just want you to think for just a moment. It would be very odd if all of a sudden your foot tried to leave where you are. It wouldn't be something normal. In fact, we would think something is incredibly wrong if our foot just got up and walked away. And yet Paul is using this very simple, very clear picture to emphasize to the Christian brethren that although there are a lot of different... Parts. They have a lot of different gifts. In fact, these ones are miraculous manifestations, as you see, especially uh, in the first 11 verses and then also in chapter 13 and 14. But notice, verse 21, the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. administrating in various kinds of tongues are all apostles are all prophets are all teachers do all work miracles do all possess uh, gifts of healing do all speak with tongues do all interpret but earnestly desire the higher gifts and I will show you still a more excellent way excuse me it's not supposed to rain this much in Texas at this time of the year the weather is nice What it does to me is not. I will show you still a more excellent way, Paul would say. Enter in the more excellent way. If I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I'm a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I had prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have and if I deliver up my body to be burned but have not love, I gain nothing. Notice Paul's point. All these gifts that you have and some are putting their, elevating their gifts above others. You see again in in chapter 14, this problem. And Paul says it doesn't matter what gift you have. If you don't have love, it counts as nothing. You're just a noisy gong, a, clang- a clanging cymbal. You could be as straight as a gun barrel doctrinally or just as, uh, and, but just as empty inside as I heard one guy say. But the reality is of people working through love together as the body of Christ is something that both glorifies him and builds up the church. In fact, the simple answer to this, how do you develop a servant's heart, really does have a whole lot to do with 1 Corinthians 13 and John 13. 1 Corinthians 13 here, love is patient and is kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love... Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, or love never ends. <clears throat> now, again, in the context, Paul's going to talk about the fact that miraculous man- manifestations um, uh, are, are, will end. Um, and uh, that would be a, time, uh, a wonderful thing to study at another time. Uh, however, notice specifically this emphasis that he has on love. And then chapter 14. Notice what uh, you have in verse 1. Pursue love. Begins in verse 1. Pursue love. Look down at verse 26. What then, brothers, when you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation? Let all things be done for building up. Notice again in verse 33. For God... Is not the God of confusion, or not a God of confusion, but of peace. And then finally in verse 40 but all things should be done decently and in order. Uh, you have this emphasis on Christians working together as this one body unified. We might be doing different things, we might have different areas that we focus in. But God says each one is important, each one is necessary, and each one is for the building up of the body of Christ. And I would add simply that each one is so that God can be further glorified. (coughs) Now, what does that have to do with this whole thing uh, with light post? Um, This is where the part of the lesson that kind of shifts a little bit Lightpost. Uh, it's an app that we've had in the congregation for a while now, um, out of a necessity. Uh, you, you know, um, First Chronicles 12:32 says of Issachar, men who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do, if anything, hasn't become very much more aware in the last year and almost a half now is that technology is in our lives, and it will be in our lives, period. Um, I think it's wonderful when we can get along just fine without it. That's the IT person saying that, so take that as it is. But when we have it, and we utilize it to our uh, ability, it can really help. Now, this app... um, on on the surface level is an app that has the the, the physical phone book in it and that's really nice because you can tap the number, that kind of thing Um, a a, a digital directory now as far as all the safety stuff goes um, with that that's one of the reasons we have this app is because somebody can't just steal this um, out of your car, they could take your phone but they'd have to log in this is a very secure way for us to be able to uh, have that information that we need to share. Uh, that we have. Thank you, Patrick. I think that I'll make it. Really appreciate that. See, there's service right there. Um. <laughs> and I'm going to do something that uh, um, preachers usually don't do. I'm going to ask you to get out your phones because here's the thing this is a wonderful app and and I can see we can look and see who's been on and we can get all that stuff and 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 the encouraging thing is that more and more people are using it but also I hear wars and rumors of war no I hear that there are some folks who who haven't downloaded it or haven't gotten it or who were just gotten so frustrated with it because they're not used to it that uh, and there weren't clear instructions on how to get it and how to set it up that uh that has been put aside, and I'm hoping to help alleviate that right now. There will be, a little bit later, a special training video that just walks you through. It'll be a private video on our YouTube page that we'll share uh, with members for the app, Um, but sharing with members um, to be able to help encourage this. But the the website is actually lightpost.app. It's not .com or .org or .net. So if you're thinking, what's the name of that app's website? App. LightPost.app. Now when you log into or go on to LightPost.app, uh, you're going to see something like this. If you're on a computer, you can do the same thing. Um, or what you are probably seeing is something similar uh, to this um, mobile-friendly view. And what happens is if you click this menu, the three bars in this uh, top right corner, And by the way, these three bars, here's a big nerdy just stack of knowledge for you. That's called a hamburger menu. You want to know why? It looks like a hamburger. And a hamburger has stuff inside it, so you click on it and there's all the stuff inside it. If you click on a hamburger, it's not going to do anything. It's a hamburger. but This menu will open up several different options. Now, if you tap download, guess where that takes you? That takes you exactly to where you need to go. If you have an iPhone, you can download on the App Store. If you have an Android device, a Samsung, um, usually being the most popular now, um, uh, Nokia, there's, there's various others, but you'll probably have the Google Play Store. But if you just tap one of those buttons, uh, your phone, most of the time, should open up and it should take you directly to that um, uh, store and directly to the page that you need to be able to download Lightpost. You can do the same thing on your computer. Go to the website and then again, top right corner, you click login. Or if you really want to be shortcut friendly, you can type app.lightpost.app and it will take you to the login screen on a computer. Um, even on your phone, if you would rather use it through uh, your browser. And now you might say, well, I've, I've never signed in, or it, it may not have, um, I don't remember my password. Well, the great thing about this, <clears throat> the brother in Christ who made this program has made it incredibly simple for you to fix that. If you are in our database, if you because if, we tried to transfer everything over, if you are in that database with your with your email, try that email um, by clicking "forget forgot your password," and you'll uh, so you'll try to log in. That's probably what it looks like. If you have it open on the app, um, you click "forgot password," and then it's going to ask, "Well, what email do you think it's set up with?" Type that email in, and if you do have an account, it will send to your email a six-digit PIN code. Um, and even if you've never signed in, I tested this, uh, even if you've never signed in but you are in the database, you'll get that six-digit pin code. Um, It might be here at the top, like it was in mine, uh, hey, password reset from Lightpost, or um, it might be that it goes to your spam. If it doesn't come in in a couple of minutes, then maybe we don't have your email. Send a message to uh, Karen in the office uh, so we can have your proper email. Now, here's the thing, if you send an email that says, hey, Lightpost doesn't have my email, my email is scorch underscore seven at hotmail.com, thanks, bye, she's not going to know who it is. <laughs> make sure you put your name as well in that, just to, just to help alleviate. Data is not fun, um, but you can make it a lot more helpful for us. So you see, this is what the email would look like. You put that pin in, and then... It'll say, all right, what do you want your password to be? And then you can sign in. When you sign in, this is what you see on your phone. This is what you'll see. Hey, notice today it's Justin Park's birthday. Didn't do that on purpose. It just turned out this is the time that we have this together. Justin Park's birthday is today, and we have a couple coming up. If you see the eight upcoming, you can tap that and see whose birthdays are coming up. One other thing to notice, right on the front page, we have our podcast, uh, Word of Life. And so you can listen to it right there. I think I heard someone tap it just to see if they could. You can listen to it right there from the app. That's a wonderful thing to do. Now, this app is kind of reverse now from the website. Instead of that hamburger menu being on this side, now that hamburger menu is on the left side. And you tap that, and it opens up a few menus, home, which is where you are, directory, which is looking for people, the calendar, which is still being worked on and added to and changed. Uh, so we're not using, by the way, we're not using every functionality this thing has potential to do, but we're using quite a lot and we'll probably be adding some more. Uh, involvement, we'll talk about that in just a second. Volunteers, same thing. Files and profile. Profiles where you can change your information. Um, you can log out if you want. If you close the app, you'll stay logged in. If you use it on a regular basis, you'll stay logged in. Every now and then it'll ask you for your password. Um, uh, Now, if you tap on involvement, it will take you to a form that probably looks like this. We want it to look like this. And the reason is this is sort of replacing the forms that you fill out that's, you know, a page and a half long of all the different things you'd be willing to do being a member here. Now we can go in, I say we, the elders, the secretary, the deacons, a few other of us uh, have administrative privileges to go in and do all of this for you. And you will be amazed at how much more you can do if we do this for you. I want to encourage you to take some time and fill this out because it might be, uh, and and here's how it's set up. It's 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 hopefully pretty simple to see. The green means that you, green means go. This means you're on board. Maybe uh, guys, you want to you you'd be willing to read scripture, but you wouldn't, and and, and you want to lead prayer, but you don't want to lead every single prayer. Maybe you're uncomfortable or, or uh, with the AM prayer. So you uh, would do the the, or the opening a.m. prayer, but you'd be more comfortable doing the closing a.m. prayer. But for singing, whether it's Sunday morning, Sunday night, or Wednesday, you'd be okay with it. Select that. Now, this goes to another person who will go through this process just to check everything. And what this does, it will probably save... Um, hours upon hours every month and setting the men to serve and even the the ladies who do various things uh, in the congregation. And it will also help you because when the men to serve go out each month, you'll get an email, kind of like you do now, except this one will say, hey, you're serving. Are you going to be here? And then you can tap yes or no. If it says no, it will automatically find somebody else to fill in. That helps when they're in the back trying to find out who's going to be here. Instead of scrambling and scratching down pieces of paper and everything like that, they can look right here and say, okay, here's who's supposed to be here, who it confirmed was going to be here. That helps everyone just in that decently and in order idea. Um, Besides that, if you were to go into... uh, uh, Profile, you can actually go in. I created a fictional person who was born yesterday, the IT guy. And, oh, um, well, it says January 1st, 1970, but I made him yesterday. And you have this IT guy who just um, some basic information. I need to update some of it. I can go in there as a person and, and update it. Um, only my own. You can only update your own. You can't go in and change other people's stuff. Um, You can also go into directory, and you can search by name or by email address or by phone number now. And, uh, for example, here's Patrick. I could have texted him and said, hey, bring me water, but he uh, caught on anyway, and then he... uh, I appreciate that. But you have um, uh, the ability to be able to search this way. Now, if you were to search for IT guy, and then you tapped on IT guy, you would see a very kind of... um, pompous-looking IT guy who, you notice, he actually lives here at the building. And he, he does a whole lot. We'll actually be able to put in uh, pictures. And one of the things that I'm encouraged about with this is solely this. I'm bad with names. I'm really bad. But this, I get to play match the names and the pictures of families. Um, I remember when I was babysitting my, my um, brother in about eighth grade, um, you do what every eighth grader should do when your brother's doing your little brother's doing something he shouldn't. You you yell at him, and I said, "Logan, Jordan, stop it." I'm bad with names, but this this helps me. Yes, I called him my name while he was getting in trouble. Might say something else about how often I did, but you have files like the Christian Worker, the worship flyer for the month, the prayer list, the visitor list. Um, various things that that we try to keep updated in there, these are all available to you right here in this one app why does all this matter why are we spending time tonight walking you through hoping that you pull out your phones and download it and get it all set up and and play with it well the reality is is actually and, and, and the brother who made this, he's a deacon at a congregation in Houston um I like his 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 tagline here. It's, it's much more than just church man- management, it's much more than a directory. It's it's member enablement. It helps us to be able to work together for the cause of Christ. And if you are again a big nerdy person like me and you like to see they have a, a, a page that tells about their upcoming uh, things that they hope to release, some things that will be helpful. Um, uh, simp- uh, something like a uh, crisis check-in is what I'm really excited about. Um, back when um, we had the, the awful snowstorm that shut down the whole state, this is when this uh, brother recognized that we need to have something like a crisis check-in. Because you remember here, maybe, you, you were trying to get a hold of one another. We've been trying to contact, see who's okay. This will allow us in the future, Lord willing, if something bad like that happens again, to very quickly say, I'm okay, or I need help. What a wonderful tool in all of our hands. Um, uh, Things. Uh, Like a prayer list uh, are are optional that we can add to it. Song tracking will be coming in the future so we can uh, see what songs are our favorites and maybe what songs we need to learn a little bit more, that kind of thing. There's there's a ton of stuff. Uh, Background checks. You know what? That sounds like it'd be helpful for camp. All of this stuff is going to be functional uh, as time goes on, Lord willing. But the question again, why does it matter? It's because we are all working together. And when we talk about trying to do things for the Lord, when we talk about working um, uh, to, to honor and glorify God as the church, we do want to use what tools we have. I remember when um, we first started doing the live streaming because of an emergency last year. And I know that that was a difficult thing. But I have noticed now that if the live stream doesn't work, that's a difficult thing. And it's wonderful that, that we have people, sometimes it's 10 or 14, but sometimes it's 100 or 200 or 300 or 400 people in the, in, in the co- uh, congregation in the area and even worldwide that get to hear the gospel of Christ because of technology. And the Lord deserves all the glory. For this tool, I'm just playing with you to, to give it a chance. Try it. Reach out to, um, to, to Karen or I if you're not in uh, the database. We're pretty sure just about everyone is. Um, and we're, there, there's obviously going to be some hiccups as we work on this more. But we are really going to start trying to use this more in the congregation um, uh, even for a trip where you're going out of town and you have a few heads in a group, you can have constant contact with each other solely right in the app, and it, it's so helpful. Um, there, There's—I uh, wonder if that would have been helpful this weekend. Uh, yes, I, I already saw a nod. See, it's already working. Um, it's a wonderful tool. Turn to John thirteen. John 13, um, I would encourage you to, to look at the Gospel of John. Uh, you know through the eyes of John he would say in John 20 30 and 31 these are written these things are written that you would believe that Jesus is the Christ and believing you would have life in his name. Interpret the book of John through why John says he's writing look at all of the things that Jesus does. And you'll, you'll see multiple times uh, things referenced like uh, different Passovers where, where Jesus would cleanse the temple, where, where Jesus would um, uh, feed uh, thousands of people and call himself the bread of life the very next day, where, where Jesus would be heading to the cross very shortly after the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, John 1, 29. But it's also a book that repeats a phrase like my hour has not yet come in John chapter 2 and 7 and 8 and then you see in about chapter 12 my hour has come. The hour has come and in John 13 in verse 1 now Before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. John 13 is fascinating to me for a number of reasons. Um, Besides those kind of points to focus in on this text, you have the fact that Jesus knew what was about to happen. He knew he was about to go to the cross. He knew he was about to be betrayed. He knew his betrayer was right there. And yet John 13 stands out as one of these high points of Jesus showing through an act of love what it really means to love. And notice that's how the first verse ends. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And yes, you can see that in the cross and the resurrection. But right here, he gives them one more example. Always just one more example. In this example of foot washing... And, and in sharing a meal together, do you realize that when Jesus takes this, uh, uh, his uh, outer garments off and clothes himself with this towel, and then he puts his outer clothes back on, that the next time we see him clothed is with a crown of thorns and a robe? Do you realize that the last two things we see, the last two interactions with Judas and Jesus before the betrayal, Are Jesus washing his feet? Knowing full well where those feet were going. And then he gives him some food. Yes, he says, the one who I dip this bread in and and, and give this morsel to, but he gives him food. See, he still loves him. He still serves him. That's why I think that John 13 is a good... uh, uh, comparison to, to 1 Corinthians 13. 1 Corinthians 13 is the love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. You want to see the picture of that? It's Jesus. It's Christ. He gives an example to the command, uh, for the command to love. You um, and I will I will never be a Paul or a Peter, and you may ne- never be a Paul or a Peter, but you might be a Timothy or an Epaphroditus or a Barnabas or an Ananias in Acts chapter 8 who would teach Paul. One other passage I want us to look at. Turn to John, or sorry, Romans 16. Romans 16. Romans 16 is often skipped when we're going through our readings because it's a list of names. But notice how these names are referred to in verse 1. I commend to you our sister, Phoebe, a servant of the church at Synchria, that you may welcome her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints and help her in whatever she may need from you. For she has been a patron of many and myself as well. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but all the churches of the Gentiles give thanks as well. Greet also the church in their house. Greet my beloved uh, Epineatus, who was the first convert to Christ in Asia. Greet Mary, who has worked hard for you. Greet Andronicus and Junia, my kinsmen and my fellow prisoners. They are well known to the apostles, and they are, uh, and they were in Christ before me. Greet Amuleatus, my beloved worker in Christ, or uh, my beloved in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ, and my beloved uh, Stachus. Greet Apelles, uh, who is approved in Christ. Greet those who belong to the family of Aristobulus. Greet my kinsman Herodian. Greet those in the Lord who belong to the family of Narcissus. Greet those workers in the Lord. Uh, Tryphonia and Triphosia, uh, Greet the beloved Persis who worked hard in the Lord. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, also his mother who has been a mother to me as well. Greet uh, Phlegian, uh uh Hermes, Petrobus, Hermes, and the brothers who are with them. Greet Uh, phylogis julia nereus and her his sister and olympus and all the saints who are with them greet one another with a holy kiss all the churches of christ greet you notice all of the workers and fellow laborers and servants and fellow sufferers and he ends now to him who is able verse 25 to strengthen you according to my gospel and the preaching of jesus christ according to the revelation of the mystery that was kept secret for long ages but has now been disclosed and through the prophetic writings has made known to all nations according to the command of the eternal God to bring about the obedience of faith to the only wise God. Be glory forever and ever through Jesus Christ. Amen. It is a blessing to serve. And and Romans 16 indicates... A lot of blessed people who were such an encouragement and help to Paul. But he points back, may all the glory belong to God. The question this evening is, do you have the the blessing of of serving the Lord? You know, it, it does begin with Christ. He's the author of eternal salvation, Hebrews 5 and verse 9. In fact, it's to him uh, that we believe. It's in him that we believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God, John 20, 30, and 31. It's to him that we turn away from sin and toward him, Acts 20 and verse 26. It's to him that we are immersed in water to contact his blood that washes us from sin so that we can rise to walk a new life where sin does not have dominion over us but we serve. A new master who will make us like him in Romans 6, the first 14 verses. A new life. A life of purpose and joy and service and labor. Living for Jesus. Can we help you with that this evening? If so, come as we stand and sing this song.